Yeah, hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to urge in the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to urge in the Channelized Bimbingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Thursday, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, your host, your singing host, yes, Andy Goldstein. What a podcast we've got coming your way, and it's free, and it costs you nothing, well, unless you're paying for the electricity to download stuff, in which case, it costs you stuff, but, you know, what do you get for free in this world? Nothing, apart from this podcast, if you're using someone else's electricity. Anyway, we begin with Laura Woods and Darren Bent on breakfast yesterday morning. They were joined by Matchroom's boxing promoter, Eddie Shimon Hearn, looking ahead to Povetkin against Dillian White this weekend. And also the smaller matter of AJ, Anthony Joshua, and Tyson Fury taking place next year, potentially without fans. Of course, that will never happen. If that's the world we end up living in, we have no choice but to find a model that can make that happen. I'm really pleased with Fight Camp because, you know, it's a, it's been a huge project that's brought a lot of publicity to, to sport. It looks sensational. But the reality is, as we know in boxing, as you, know, you guys know in football, as Laura's, we know in darts as well particularly, there's nothing like live crowds. You know, that's mm-hmm. what we live and breathe for, that night out, that moment in sport where we sing and dance and jump up and down and have a few beers and you know, walk out of that arena at the end of the night remembering that we've seen something very special. And it's, it's a, a mad world where the, these guys are having to perform with piped crowd noise and you know, no crowds and pyrotechnics, but we have to just make that compelling as a sport at the moment and from the production values to make that compelling to our broadcast. Because if we don't, then people will stop watching the sport, sport will lose momentum, and other sport will gain momentum or all sport will just lose momentum. So I feel like with boxing, we've been able to maintain that momentum. But I can't lie, we have to bring people back to the arenas, not just financially, but because that's what makes the sport great. You know, that's what we live off, we buzz off. So, and the fighters do as well. William White flew in yesterday from Portugal. We've had to hire a couple of motor homes at the back of the hotel in the bubble, as you call it, because we just can't have him and Povetkin too close to each other because it's strange times. You know, everybody's confined in this little quarantine space and media stuff today, press conferences tomorrow, weighing on Friday, and then the, the big night, the big fight, the culmination of fight camp on Saturday. Now, staying with the breakfast show and Brighton striker Glenn Murray had a surprise idea for Manchester United and a potential signing. A former Liverpool player, would you believe? And he also spoke about the Anfield boss Jurgen Klopp and a bizarre pre-match habit that psychs out the opposition. Have a listen. Klopp does this thing before the game. Uh, I don't know if anyone's noticed it, but so he'll walk right up to the halfway line and stand right on the on the uh, on the spot, and he'll just stare into the opposition half. 
and it's really <laughs> off-putting. He just stands on the halfway line and just watches the opposition warm up. And it, it really throws you the first time it happens because he's like, what is he doing? He's not even looking at his own team. He's just watching us and he won't break He won't break his view. He'll just keep watching the whole time. It's, you know, it's funny, Glenn, to say that because when I was at Derby and we played Liverpool in the Cup, we was warming up and he come and did the exact same thing. He kind of just stood on the halfway line and watched us warm up and it took Nigel Pearson, who was in charge at the time, to go, what's going on here? Walked up to Jürgen Klopp and said, everything all right? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he kind of just trotted away then. Really? Yeah, but Nigel Pearson. But look. Darren, <laughs> it, it gets all the players talking, doesn't it? Yeah. Like everyone's like, what, what, what are you looking at? What, what's going on? <laughs> and he, he sort of gets in your head before the game started. Luis Suarez, all brilliantly done by Suarez. And there's the first goal back for Barcelona. And Luis Suarez chesting it down, turned quite beautifully. I do think that with, say, Martial and Rashford one side, sort of pure goal scorer in the middle would, would benefit massively. I mean, the defenders are just going to be attracted to those guys run at them and that, that should leave gaps in the middle of the goal and, and someone that springs to mind that, that used to play for Man United and I think would thrive in this team is someone like Van Nistelrooy I, I just think he would score bagfuls of goals and, and if you're speaking about bringing someone into Manchester United to, to, to do that to maybe score the goals to take the pressure off, off that three I would say someone like Jimenez or, or a curveball would maybe be Suarez from Barcelona now, news broke on White and Sawyer that Ronald Koeman has been named the new head coach of Barcelona two days after the club sacked their manager. Jose Font, the defender now at Lille, played under Koeman at Southampton and said it's always been his former boss's dream to be there. I'm very, very happy for him. You know, He's always said that you know, one day he'd like to train Barcelona and what a great opportunity to, you know, to restart, to do something new, to do something different. So, great challenge though. It's going to be a great challenge. It's not an easy club to come in at the moment, but uh, I think he has the experience and the know-how to deal with it. Now, time for a bit of Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar. Monday to Thursday from 10pm, of course. On last night's show, me and the farm boy were taking calls on that massive semi. <clears throat> Excuse me. This saw Bayern Munich beat Leon for a place in Sunday's Champions League final. The game last night was live on TalkSport, as is Sunday's final, would you believe, just before my other show, Andy Goldstein's Trans Europe Express. You know what? Because of everything else that's happened this year, they've had to cancel Oktoberfest in Munich. But their football feast continues on TalkSport on Sunday night in the final against PSG. Gnabry evading the challenge! Oh! What a sensational goal from Serge Gnabry! Gnabry has the Bayern substitutes on their feet. Lewandowski to run into, and that is exactly what he does. Heads the ball from eight yards out, past the goalkeeper for 3-0. Who do you want to win it? Bayern. Why do you want Bayern? I want PSG. I want PSG. Why do you want Bayern to win it? Well, one, they are the best side that I've seen Chelsea play. Not just this, but possibly over the last couple of years. They... PSG, there's, there's something about PSG. Why? I want something them to win about, it. I want, well, to, I want to win it. Well, they literally have just gone out and ripped up the rule yeah, book. But your club they? did that when. Bro, but not, but this is a different level. Are we done it? Oh, mate. You, oh, yeah. You but, did but, do it. I'm, oh, yeah. But I'll be a hypocrite. I don't mind being a hypocrite about saying about I don't want. There's plenty of people out there didn't want Chelsea to win things because of that. Yeah. Chelsea didn't completely run the league. Oh, mate. And I just want a proper team. A Bayern Munich. I mean, they they knocked Chelsea out as well. That's another reason I want them to yeah. go and win it. That's one of many. I think PSG are a bit classier. Oh, there's no class about PSG. They oh, are is. as tacky as they come. And a reminder, the Sunday's final is live on TalkSport just before Andy Goldstein's Trans Europe Express. 
Now, this is Drive with Darren Goff and Adrian Durham discussing Leeds United with former striker Jermaine Beckford after some big breaking news on Marcelo Bielsa. Breaking news on Talk Sport. Uh, Talksport understands Marcello Bielsa is on the verge of signing a brand new deal at Elland Road. Well, that's great news. Great news. Do you think Leeds fans will be happy? Great news for the Premier League and great news um, for Leeds United and their fans. Because there would have been a few nerves about, just in case, because he is unpredictable when yeah. it comes to that. But he's obviously happy with things that are going on. And I am so excited to see Leeds and him in the Premier League. I'm not going to lie, there was a part of me that was a little bit nervous. He's a man of his word, and when he says he's going to do something, he does it. So he said a while ago he, he's going to sign a new deal, he's going to see Leeds in the Premier League. So to him, that's as good as signing the deal, signing the paperwork. And he just went on with his business, um, marking out pitches and um, <laughs> making boys knock on people's houses, asking if they need any shopping or anything. Like That's, that's just how he operates. You know, he's, He says he's going to do something, he does it. We're all here waiting on tenterhooks for him to sign the just sign the paper that's all we want to see we just want to see the fact the paper signed shake it off make sure it's dried fold it up pop it in an envelope and send it off to the relevant people back now to the breakfast show this is darren bent revealing the center back who he found the worst to face in the premier league i won't spoil it for you but it's nemanja village oh no i did spoil it for you Vidich, straight away, no hesitation. Vidic, yeah. horrible. See, even Glenn, he knows. S- s- solid, absolutely solid. Studs about two inches long. Honestly, down the back of your Achilles, your calf. And you know what's funny? Every time he'd hit you with like a, a knee in your back or he'd break down your calf, he'd be like, oh, so- sorry, Benty, sorry. Do you know what I mean? After he's done it about four times. Just, that's, but honestly, he, he, was, he was so good as well. He could play. He, he was good. Him and Rio had a really good partnership. But as far as being horrible and like really aggressive, Vidic. <laughs> Time now for a bit of Hawksby and Jacobs with some classic clips of the midweek. Here's Keith Arthur kicking off another edition of Fisherman's Blues in quite downbeat fashion. Believe me, it will happen. Armageddon is on the way. Yeah, cheers, Keith. They give us all a lift <laughs> on a Sunday morning, just what we needed. And sticking with Keith, here he is getting back to the matter in hand. Fish. What you've got to remember is that if those fish are feeding in the silt, then they're actually feeding in the silt. Thank you very much yes. for clearing. <laughs> That's why he's an expert in the field. That's true. Uh, a very youthful uh, Ian Abrahams now bringing us the latest news. And Paris Hilton's been arrested on suspicion of drink driving, the IT girl heiress. Yeah, she works in IT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We try to turn it on and off. <laughs> I often ring Paris when I've got a problem with my computer. <laughs> Over to Mike Parry now. Sainsbury's now say that instead of wrapping all their produce in cellophane, yes. they're going to put it into combustible packaging. I think he means <laughs> compostable. <laughs> I don't think they are. <laughs> Could have put them out of business, that packaging's exploding all over the place. Here's a Celtic fan calling Talksport, clearly excited about their newest signing. Mind you, we've brought in this guy, Venegor from uh, Hesslink. <laughs> that was his name, wasn't it? Jan Venegor of Hesslink. Yeah, it wasn't Venegor from Hesslink. Well, I think that's what it technically means, wasn't it, really, from the Hesslink area. Uh, thankfully, kick-off presenter Terry Christian, that's right, and a caller to his show managed to clear it up with a definitive pronunciation. 
like, but I thought they, they worked quite well. Uh, I thought that Van, what's his name? Van Hessel, Van Hessel, Van Hessel, Van Hessel, Van Oh, is that it? Hesslink of vinegar. Yeah. <laughs> Yang Hesslink of vinegar. I don't that's think. The, don't think it was. <laughs> <laughs> this is Alan Brazil and Graham Beecroft discussing the absence of late show presenters Ian Collins and Lisa Francesca Nand. Where's Where's Ian gone? And Je- what, what, Jesse, where's... they're having a they're having a week off. Al, I don't think they're having a week off together in case anybody gets the wrong idea. Not that there would be anything if they were having the week off together. But what do you mean, Vicky? Are, the you, week off. are you trying to tell me something? Well, no. Well, I'm trying to no. I'm not trying to tell you anything at all. Al. All I'm saying is I think Jesse's got a, reg- a regular boyfriend, and Ian has as well. But. Uh... <laughs> Just, just made it worse. Just made it worse. He's got a boyfriend. Well, he's like, if he has or hasn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> when you're in old, stop digging, Beaky. Really, for goodness sake. Here's John Gaunt on his mid-morning show saying farewell to a caller. Thank you, Fabriosa. Is it Fabriosi? No, it's uh, Fabrizio. Fabrizio. I got it right the first time, didn't I? I do apologise. Yeah. No, Don't think really. you did. <laughs> you called him Fabriosa. <laughs> whatever that is. It's a fabric conditioner. Yeah. And would you believe that on today's H&J, they've got Paul Whitehouse and Bob Mortimer on the show, as well as Eric Dyer of Tottenham Hotspur from 1pm. Wow, that's a show, isn't it? Today from 1, Eric Dyer, Bob Mortimer and Paul Whitehouse. Probably not all three at the same time. Anyway, what a show that's going to be. Anyway, this is Flex from the United We Stand podcast. And he was on breakfast. Slating Jamie. Oh, I think Paul Vale were bigger than you, Vale O'Hara. And his comments on Tony Martial. For me, Martial is not the number nine that's going to take Manchester United back to the Premier League title. I just can't see it. I think he's a very good player. I like him, but I just don't think he's like a Harry Kane or an Aguero. I think Jamie O'Hara's comments, I know it's um, a lot of people have been going away, you know, making us after quarantine. I don't know if he's been away. Sun's got to him. It happens. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's been 30 degrees here. The sun can get to you. It happens. But I think his comments are typical of somebody who doesn't watch um, Manchester United and more importantly Anthony Martial for 90 minutes every game especially this season so what I'm saying is is it, to look at just Martial and say he's the reason why Man United won't be hit the big time nonsense absolute nonsense Back now to Aidan Goffey discussing whether you're born a supporter of your football club or you can just pick it Let's speak to Trevor who's a West Brom fan How you doing Trev? Oh good evening Yeah West Brom fan I'm Born in, born in the early 60s, moved to Portsmouth in the 80s, got three kids, 12, 14, 17. This season, they've just gone for the newer wage strip, because I used to see it in the old glory days, you know. And I, it, it, I mean, the unusual situation of finding that myself agreeing with both of you tonight, there's a lot of glory on us around. I think I've seen them down here. The number of Chelsea and then Man City shirts you see springing up the last few years, unbelievable. Now my kids, my boy was a mascot for West Brom when he was eight, and he's just got it before that even, you know, he's just there. I do believe he's probably in the parents' DNA, getting passed down to them. But I'm absolutely chuffed that they're both sort of like West Brom fans. My youngest signed up for a Portsmouth girls team, so, um, you know, both loving it. My boy plays football. So, yeah, there is a lot of glory on us, and I kind of, I like the fact that you stick with the tradition mm. and you just follow it with your I mean, I've, I've, all the way from my grandparents, you know, um, they probably went back to the 80s or 1800s. All baggies. But, yeah, yeah, all baggy fans, all the whole family. 
I don't think they're not going to be disowned if I was anything else. And <laughs> I, I understand that, and I, I think that it's slightly different. So, from my point of view, we're talking about uh, me and my son. So, my, my daughter's not interested in football at all. Mm. But I made sure that my son's first kit was a posh kit, and his first ground he went to was London Road, Peterborough. Yeah, but I've so done I did all those that. things. I've, I've done yeah, all that. No, but hang on, hang on a second. Hang on a second. The difference is, and I was just about to point out, with you and me. We didn't go every single Saturday. I was working, yeah. you were playing I cricket. Playing cricket yeah. So that wouldn't have been, you know, they would have wanted it to come. wouldn't have been the norm, yeah. yeah you're, so you're right. And then different. I moved down, obviously, to where I live now. Uh, I haven't lived in Peterborough even, for yeah, years, takes me 20 even years. further um, away. But what I will say is, but they always look for the result. 100%, they know, yeah. They always look for the result of Barnsley yeah. because they know that's where I'm from and it's part of my history. Mate. So they always look for it and they'll mention it to me. The yeah. result, if I've not seen it. I, I didn't did, get that. Hello. Could you try again? That's brilliant! <laughs> <laughs> I have never had that happen. All that time, I have never... He understands me anyway, better than you do this. I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's brilliant! <laughs> I can... That has never, ever happened to me, ever. Can you believe that? <laughs> Who's that? Siri. <laughs> Are you serious? How's that happened? <laughs> How do I know? It's your phone. <laughs> it's unreal. <laughs> Haunted. That's nearly it. Don't forget that the Premier League fixtures will be announced today. So keep it TalkSport to find out who your teams will be playing on the opening day of the season. I've actually, uh, this is now, of course, tomorrow, so I've got the fixtures here. Let's have a look. Um, why aren't Brentford's fixtures out? That's a bit weird. Uh, he won't you go for goal. He's dead. Oh, he's won it. What a fantastic goal that is. What a brilliant, inventive set piece from Joe Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, the FL fixtures come out tomorrow morning. My mistake. Well, that's your lot, isn't it? That's it. That's all we've got time for. There will be another one of these Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcasts dropping first thing tomorrow morning. Until then, I'm back to... Oh, that went up there. Until then, I'm back tonight from 10pm for another Andy Goldstein Sports Bar. In the meantime, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. 